This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode number 74. All links and resources you hear in this podcast can be found by going to yourkickasslife.com forward slash 74. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey, ass kickers. How are you? I hope everything is going amazing and kicking ass in your life over there. Before I get started on this week's episode, I wanted to quickly tell you that I have a sale going on on my book, but not just my book. It's a personalized signed copy. If you would like to have your hot little hands on one, or maybe you already have my book, you could give it away (laughs) and get yourself a personalized signed copy, or they are great as gifts for your girlfriends, or, you know, good for guys as well. You can go to yourkickasslife.com forward slash 52 ways. There's a link in the show notes to this podcast as well. If you forget, yourkickasslife.com forward slash 52 ways, and It includes shipping to USA only, but it's only 15 bucks through the the rest of the year for the holiday season. It's the holiday season, and I, I love Christmas music, you guys. I can't. It must be from all those years I worked at a department store dressing windows and mannequins, and we started listening to Christmas music like in September. I love it. I love Christmas music. I could listen to it all year round. Anyway, yourkickasslife.com forward slash 52 ways to get my book shipped to any U.S. state for just $15. And if you live outside the U.S. and you would like a personalized signed copy, absolutely you can. Send us an email, support at yourkickasslife.com, and we'll send you a quote on that and try to make that happen for you. All right, so without further ado, here is this week's episode. All right, you guys, so this is sort of a follow-up to the post that I published a couple of weeks ago in the beginning of November, and it kind of came up actually with one of my private clients was asking me about it, and it was something I thought about in the back of my head, and I'm like, I probably should dedicate an entire post and blog or podcast episode about this because it can be a little bit confusing. So anyway, let me start from the beginning. About two weeks ago, I posted a personal story of mine that basically walked you through the entire decade of my 20s. There is a link to that in the show notes, um, more so like in the blog post that accompanies this, yourkickasslife.com forward slash 74. And in that, I mention taking personal responsibility for my life, you know, at the end of that decade and really was the beginning of my 30s. And, and then also I wrote a specific blog post about how taking personal responsibility for your life, that there's so much freedom in that. And I wrote a post about that and you can access it at that same link. And here's, here's what I see happening is that there's a common misconception around personal responsibility. And that is that taking responsibility for one's actions and mistakes equals self-blame. That in order to take responsibility, we must blame ourselves for the behaviors and actions we have taken that we're not proud of and subsequently feel like shit about it. So the bottom line is that is not true. It does not have to be black or white. So what taking responsibility means is this. Number one, that you understand your part and what's going on or what has taken place 
and what other people's part is. In other words, you understand the difference between the things that you can control versus the stuff that you can't. Meaning, you know, the stuff that other people have done or the way they react, all of those things. Number two is to be curious about the feelings that come up during the time that you're taking responsibility for what's happened. Are you angry? Are you ashamed? Are you embarrassed? Are you confused? Whatever it is, it's just the process of it all, and I encourage you to feel it and name it. None of it's wrong. The third part is to practice self-compassion. This may be one of the most important parts. You will learn nothing in your personal development journey by beating yourself up for what has happened. Like I always say, no one beats themselves up into enlightenment. No one beats themselves up into feeling better. That's not how it works. Self-compassion, I think, is such a bad rap. And I think people think like, no, I need to be hard on myself in order to be successful and achieve my goals. I need to be a hard ass. That's how it works. No, sister, that's not how it works. It really isn't. Trust me. Just please trust me on this one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The fourth part is take action around the things that you want to take action on and that you're ready for in moving forward. So let me give you an example around all of this. The story that I told earlier this month, I talked about the breakup of my first marriage and the the relationship that immediately followed it. And the men I had been with had not been good to me. And when I was out of those two relationships and I can look could look back on them, what I took responsibility for were the things that I could control that I had chose not to, such as staying in relationships where my intuition had been telling me pretty much all along to get out. And maybe for you, you were in a relationship where your intuition kind of told you toward the end to get out and you didn't, or maybe you're still in that relationship. Like that's something you can take responsibility for. That's on you. Another thing is, um, that was on me was believing that I was not worthy of a better relationship. That was my belief that I had created. Yes. Did some things happen in my life to add to that belief? Absolutely. But I was the one that believed it. And I was the one that was gathering evidence to show it. And I was the one that stayed in it. Another thing was that I isolated myself in my friendships and had not, had not really talked at all to anyone about what I was actually feeling. I did a little bit, but I, I don't think I ever told anyone that, uh, and you know, like this is really interesting now that I say this out loud. I don't think I really knew what I was feeling deep, deep, deep inside. All I knew was that I was pissed is that, that people weren't acting the way I wanted them to act. <laughs> but, um, what I can take responsibility for in that is that I did my, it became my first priority to make everyone think that I was okay. And really, I wasn't. And I think that um, if I had been more vulnerable to the right people, emphasizing the right people, I think that things would have been different. I don't know. I don't, you know, I have no idea. But I think that things would have been different. The bottom line in that whole thing is that I isolated myself. Is that I hid. 
And uh, another example is that I, in, in what I can take responsibility for, is that I tried, I made my it my priority to try to change my partners instead of working on myself. I put all of my eggs in that basket and wanted, was convinced that if they changed and they acted different, then our lives would be easier. They just didn't know it yet. And that is like, that is total insanity. So that's what, that's what I could take responsibility for. And all of that doesn't change the fact that they acted like assholes. That's still a fact. But looking at my part is important in being able to change myself. But the trajectory doesn't need to fall into the realm of blaming myself and beating myself up for all of that. So there's a fine line there. And and trust me, like I have crossed that line into self-blame. I mean, I did it for several years. I even wrote a letter to myself about it and apologized for it. It's a really short post. There's a link to it in the blog post if you wanted to go back and read it. And and this was I did that back in 2010 where um what I, what had happened is that I I realized that as I started my personal development journey and as the fog kind of cleared and I was like, "Oh shit, that all happened and that's what I need to take responsibility for." I was in essence horrified about the way that I acted and the way that I had coped and all of the things that I did quote unquote wrong. And like, and I was embarrassed and ashamed and, and just, I didn't want to look at that part of myself anymore. So what, <laughs> that doesn't help at all. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm always a big fan of like, feel what you need to feel. And it it's okay that I felt that way, but I, what I had had done in in those moments is I had orphaned those parts of me and just really separated out myself and really didn't I didn't want to tell that story I didn't want anyone to know that you know that's really what was happening and so um you know I wanted to be who I was now and like that's all I wanted people to see of me and you know what that is too like that's perfectionism right there rearing its ugly head and it's always kind of like in the background you know as we're trying to go on our personal development journey and and we're you know we're, we're trudging along doing great you know like perfectionism and even like people pleasing and isolating and all those other things they're like on the sidelines like doing jumping jacks and like staying warm and like as soon as we get tired in our journey in our journey towards consciousness they're like you know put me in coach put me in and that's actually a metaphor that's used in 12-step programs, if anyone is <laughs> like, I heard that story before. That That's really, it's the same thing. It's like those old behaviors are always kind of sneaking around wanting to come back in. And that's essentially what was happening to me and still continues to, you know, those behaviors still sneak around backstage. So I think it's important for you to watch out for that and watch out where the self-blame comes in, where the negative self-talk comes in and do work around that. So hopefully that clears up and uh, about the difference between taking personal responsibility and self-blame. And the bottom line of this is to just be aware where you, where you cross that line from taking responsibility for yourself into self-blame and beating yourself up for it. Alrighty. Again, just a quick note that my book is on sale for the rest of the year for the holidays, 15 bucks shipped to any U.S. state, and uh, it's personalized signed copy. You can get it at yourkickasslife.com forward slash 52 ways. It's the letters 
oh, sorry, the numbers, <laughs> 52 ways, all one word. And uh, until next time, I will see you out in cyberspace. Bye-bye, everybody.